You're listening to the Urban Yogi Podcast. I'm your host, Will Blunderfield. I'm a psych major, a kundalini yoga teacher, spin instructor, recording artist, and a mindfulness-based stress reduction teacher in training. Join me in this free-flowing conversation, exploring what it means to live with balance in the 21st century. Kathy Scott is devoted to the healing arts. After a fun-filled 20-plus years in the Vancouver media, encompassing 10 years on air as CKLG Morning Zoo's traffic reporter, years of film and TV appearances including a dance with John Travolta, Kathy left the zoo April 22nd of 1991 with the live broadcast of her daughter's, with Morning Zookeeper Dean Hill, birth. It was the largest audience they'd ever drawn and was the last big ratings for AM radio as pop music migrated to FM. Kathy's journey into the healing arts began with sobriety on February 2nd, 1997. Exploring the wounds that drove the alcoholism of generations was just the beginning. In 2006, she and newlywed husband Paul Scott resurrected an annual retreat from Paul's past and Living Vision seeded a Vancouver community that is still branching out from those roots today. Devoting their lives to every level of awakening sobriety, physical, emotional, and spiritual, has been their focus. As Quantum Touch instructors, they have facilitated over 70 workshops together in the last seven years and hundreds of healing circles. They've created Anahata, a chakra meditation combining aspects of quantum touch, ancient Indian meditation techniques learned at the Oneness University in India, and breathwork, and facilitate a monthly cacao or chocolate journey. For the equinox, September 2017, they held a cacao journey for 240 people at the Vancouver Planetarium, probably the biggest cacao journey to date on the planet. Their love of awakening extends to technology, and they are amongst the top representatives for Swiss Bionic Solutions PEMF or Pulsed Electromagnetic Field device and visited the SBS manufacturing offices in Germany and Switzerland in 2016 to see firsthand how these high-end Health Canada certified PEMF devices are made from the ground up. As metaphysical ministers, they take great joy in officiating weddings. Here is my interview with Kathy Scott. Hope you enjoy. With these, I just like, I press record and then I listen back when it starts to sound interesting. That's all we'll use for the podcast. So you can slice it up? Just splice it up. Nicely done. So I think that's recording. When do you put it on something? Like on your... I put it on, so I'll probably like, I'll go home this afternoon and like, you know, listen to it and then take the best parts and then upload it to this, um, this thing called SoundCloud. Right. And then that will get sent to iTunes, and then, then it'll go up in a few days or a few, maybe okay. maximum two weeks. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to adhere to a schedule right now, or just kind of... Kind of once a week release something. Doing something. I'm doing two interviews today with you and this lady named Lauren Spagnuolo. Mm. And she's a radio host, and she's a yogi, and she had breast cancer recently, and she's come out wow. on top. Um, I study something called German New Medicine. Oh, I've heard. Have you yeah. heard it? Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. basically the premise that every so-called illness is initiated by a conflict shock that catches the individual off guard. And mm. usually it's traumatic, isolating. They just didn't expect it. 
Mm -hmm. um, oftentimes they can't tell anybody about it. That's not always the case, but that can be. Mm -hmm. There's another sort of phenomenon like yeah. the dripping faucet thing where it's like a stressor that is small, but it's like been happening for a while. Mm -hmm. But I just love new medicine because it kind of combines the body, the mind, and the psyche. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You've heard about it. Yeah. You, you, did you take it from a guy named John? John Theobald. Mm -hmm. I know him. I didn't take it from mm -hmm. him, but I've met him before. Yeah. See, I've got a quantum biofeedback device. Cool. And that is... Um, a lot of people who get the quantum biofeedback get uh, into German new medicine mm. because the quantum biofeedback is a um, it's a um, it's a device. Mm -hmm. It was created by a wild mastermind mm -hmm. dude who you know people hardly know what to do with him. He's a hermaphrodite. Mm -hmm. Wow, cool! But a genius. He got into doing what he's doing because his son got autism mm. after vaccination oh well wow. and uh and he was just like determined to address it as best he could mm -hmm. and so where he went with it was using the quantum field nice. because he was um like a scientist cool type dude with us with nasa we're eating chocolate by the way that's why we're chewing oh my friend costume <laughs> this amazing shot with reishi oh mushrooms. Oh, God, that's good. <laughs> I know, really good. I'm good. Smacking my lips <laughs> that's here. That's right. Yum, yum. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he he got, like, there's 10,000 homeopathic, naturopathic remedies mm. loaded in a virtual sense Whoa. on this device in a computer program using, like, radionics, right? Cool. And so then um, what you do is you do this test, and so you put a person's information in, and it's um, very much like all the other information that's really super critical to your life, mm -hmm. which is like, where were you born and mm -hmm. what time? Hmm. Usually, like, I mean, so does it kind of when you get into astrology Vedic too? astrology, yeah, human design, gene yeah. keys, it's, or, you know, Western astrology even. Yeah. It's all about where did you get spit out mm -hmm. on this planet and mm -hmm. what time right. was it? What right. time of the day and what day of the year. Mm -hmm. And what year in our evolution and yeah. where. Because yeah. it all affects everything, right? Yeah. And so they use that information also in the quantum biofeedback. Really? Mm-hmm. So it's quite comprehensive. So you can do distance just with someone's information from... Like I, my daughter moved from Vancouver to Paris. Yeah. Had something going on. Said, can you get the biofeedback to look at this? And she was very skeptical about the biofeedback, but she'd had a couple of things, you know, a couple of affirmations. Mm -hmm. And I came back with, so you're smoking cigarettes again, huh? Now, was that your daughter who I met at the, mm -hmm. the couch yeah. journey? Okay. And she's like, oh my God, how does that thing know that? Wow. And I said, because you're hurting yourself and it's registering this. And, mm. and so she said, I'm going to stop right away. Good for her. Because she could feel the, yeah. the, the, the way that thing went in and, and told the truth. Anyways, long cool. story around biofeedback, but it has all of these homeopathic, naturopathic remedies in it. Hmm. And so in the, the three and a half minutes that you're offered the 10,000 homeopathic, naturopathic remedies in the quantum field, specifically to you, because there's only one person born at that moment in time at that place on the planet who is now living where you are living and that information is put in with your mm. specific phone number. Yeah. And so there you are and it lines this up and it offers that energetic body that. Wow. And people go, come on, 
are you kidding me? And, <laughs> and it's like, that's why I don't do it anymore for anyone except my family because They're too you can't skeptical. explain it. Right. Yet it really works. If it works, it works. Mm-hmm. And so you can offer these homeopathic remedies to the body. Well, and I, I will say, like, my, my father's a psychiatrist, and mm -hmm. we were speaking about this. The placebo effect is getting stronger in our society. Mm. And um, uh, if I went back to, like, Google Scholar, and I was looking up certain drugs that I was on as a, as a youth, antidepressants, mm. and the placebo group oftentimes did just as well as the drug being tested, or sometimes even better. Mm. So... Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. if it works, it works. And did the placebo group, I'm wondering, did they ever get the side effects that the other group got of, from the real drug? I don't know. I'd have to go and check. I would imagine if they'd said these are possible side effects, that could probably mm -hmm. influence the placebo group to get mm -hmm. them too. Or even yeah. if they didn't, you know, because there's that 100 monkey theory <laughs> where if enough people believe it, it will drift into your consciousness. Well, that's the thing. And so people say, oh, like this Tesla coil stuff, I don't, it doesn't make sense, or this quantum stuff doesn't make sense. I, where's the... Well, it's like, well, if you look at allopathic medicine, sometimes there's really no scientific proof for that, too. When you actually go and dig and look at the studies, mm -hmm. it's kind of wishy-washy, too. So mm -hmm. yeah. it's kind of whatever you believe. <laughs> Choose your reality. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I had some questions that I okay. was thinking I wanted to ask you. Um, what is your definition of energy healing? Mm. Wow. You know, when I first started um, looking at energy healing as a real thing, mm -hmm. I was convinced I had no capacity to do it. Mm. That, um, that it was a skill mm -hmm. that, was, um, that was for, you know, other people could cultivate, but not me. Mm. Really didn't have... A depth of understanding of that we're all energy healers <laughs> mm -hmm. and the only person or energy field that we have any influence over healing is our own because mm -hmm. I can offer a healing resonance to someone else it's their choice what they do with that resonance right, right? and so um, energy so healing for me is continually going into the truth mm -hmm. the truth of everything and what the truth of everything is, is that, you know, I am not a body, I am free. Yes. Let me just make sure this is... Oh, hopefully that didn't... Uh, it wasn't completely plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, whichever one that was a little loose, the other one will have picked it up. Oh, so, good. And then I can edit it to make it sound good. There you go. It's all good. Yeah, so... Um, so we're all energy healers in a sense. We're all energy healers. And that's what we teach too. I love that. In, in like Paul and I, my husband, um, yeah. we're both instructors for quantum touch have been doing that for about seven years. Nice. Have taught over, you know, 70 workshops of quantum touch in that seven years. Mostly Go to Vancouver 70 workshops or? of anything, right? Yeah. Let alone energy healing and being in the facilitator's position yeah. of explaining over and over. And you get a download after a while. Wow. That's really quite profound. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so what the what quantum touch teaches people is it's your inner healer that's doing everything. Hmm. And the only thing that someone who is uh, facilitating for you or with you can do mm -hmm. is to bring in that resonance of, of, of the love yes. that heals. Because it's you do your own healing and 
It was a very Celine Dion moment. Yeah. Kathy just hit her chest. <laughs> like, my heart will. <laughs> yeah, my Celine Dion is my inner Celine. Yeah. Yeah. And so you do your own healing. Mm-hmm. And, and, so, and, and so what I say to people is that that energy that I'm offering, I'm experiencing that myself, which is how I got really hooked on it. Once I started hey. to develop my own um, through just being a student of it, through many, maybe the first 10 workshops, it's starting to really sink in. And even for, um, in the really early days of when we went down to Los Angeles to take the Quantum Touch Level 2 with Richard Gordon, who is the founder of QT, and we just were in these workshops where just following instructions, Mm -hmm. and just by following the instructions on what to do, I had experiences that I couldn't believe I was having, like getting downloads of information from the person across from me saying, well, I saw you as a baby and this happening. And they're going, yeah, that's that happened. And you're just like, no, that's so cool. No. Like, is that true? Mm -hmm. And you just, it, so like, we all have that Mm -hmm. going on. We all have the capacity to be our own healer. Aware of it. Right. And the inner skeptic is alive as well, right? Yeah. So the inner healer and the inner skeptic are, are like, you know, they're doing their thing. Right. And so the skeptic can really talk you out of what just happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And so the inner healer is, uh, so when I'm with someone, and as the years have gone on, and as all of the other workshops that you do and all the other things you do from yoga to um, cacao Reiki. journeys to medicine journeys to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, groups... Uh, group consciousness, uh, mm-hmm. developing, you know, we did a cacao journey at the planetarium in Vancouver for 240 people. Holy moly. It was huge. And that's like a huge piece of energy yes. that you go, well, what am I going to do with that? You know? So the healing piece of it is like, you can't, I can't direct anything. Mm-hmm. I can't say what anybody's going to do with that. Yeah. All you can do is create it. Yeah. And then somebody else takes that and goes, okay, my inner healer says, it's going to do this. And so someone will come to us with like a, uh, like a frozen shoulder, can't mm-hmm. move mm-hmm. without excruciating pain. Mm-hmm. And you're so, well, okay, then you start to, you know, just relax the body, take in the breath, bring the breath up through the feet, up mm. through the chakras, up through the crown, bring it down from the crown into your heart, from mm. the heart, down the arms, into the hands, and just letting it you know, be directed by the palms. And right. then you start feeling your feet activating and going deeper into your, into your grounding in this cool. earth. And then you're starting to feel the connection between yeah. this planet and all that surrounds it. All that surrounds it, right? Wow. Everything to the very edge of all the universes. And you're like, wow, what's that? Well, it's pure freaking love yes. is what it is. And you're just, you're getting it. So then you're just like everything inside of you is just going yummy and wonderful yeah. and full of love. And then you just bring it in and offer it to the other person. And they're right. hoping their frozen shoulder gets better, right? Right. That might not happen. It might might be their hip starts to hurt. Mm. Well, why? They're going into a healing state. Yeah, because maybe the frozen Mm. shoulder actually started with a hip thing. Mm -hmm. But they don't know that. They don't remember it. They don't put the connection together. But their body has an own intelligence that is going to take that energy and do with it what it wants. So people come in and say, fix this. And you go, well, I, I can't do that for you. 
but you for yourself can choose to do all kinds of things. Plus, mm -hmm. you will have an inner direction that knows better than your intellectual mind can yes. tell you what it wants to do with this. Right. And so it's, it's, it's not even so like cool. you don't have access to that as an individual all the time anyway. Mm -hmm. You do. Would you say meditation's a, a huge key in being able to tap into that for oneself, into that healing ability mm -hmm. and awareness? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have a meditation practice? I did uh, transcendental meditation. Oh, I got cool. sober My dad does that. in um, uh, 1997. High five. September 1st, 1997. And my reward for myself was to take transcendental meditation. Nice. So three weeks uh, clean and sober, I went and took my TM initiation, and I did it yeah. religiously. Really? I say in quotes, for seven years. So 20 minutes in the morning, 20, 20 minutes, minutes at night. Repeating a mantra that they yeah. give you, eh? Yeah. Cool. And then one day, couldn't do it again. Really? And that went on for 14 years. Like you just weren't inspired to do it? I just, life just got in my way. And then one day I just got up and went, I don't need to do that. And then that night, instead of my meditation, I went, I don't need to do that. And that just kept going on until I just wasn't doing it yeah. ever. Yeah. And that just, and then when I tried to go back, I couldn't do it. Right. And then um, just recently, I started doing TM again. I was really? reinitiated. That's so funny. That's exactly like my dad. He did it in the past, then stopped doing it when we were growing up. And now okay. he's doing it again. How long did he do it for? In the past, he must have done it for like eight years or so, eight to ten. Then he stopped for, I guess, 15 years, 20 years. Crazy. And then just a few months ago, he like, I've started doing it. I do it twice a day and I love it again. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Because, yeah. I mean, come on. Your dad and me having that same pattern yeah. is kind of an interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you're about the, same, about the same age, I think. Mm. Yeah. And then there are others who around that same time and maybe even 10 to 20 years prior to got into TM when it was brought to North America. Mm. And they've been doing that for 40 to 50 years, and Ooh. they are holding a massive field. Wow. Like there's, um, that stuff's got real jube jube going. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it quiets the mind for sure. Mm. And I get some of my best ideas in TM. After. Oh, nice. Yeah. And also you, you've been listening to the Course in Miracles workbook, is that right? Yeah. Would you say that's kind of a form of meditation when you're just receiving that kind of? Yeah. There's a guy on on um, on SoundCloud, ACIM original uh, Sonship, the ACIM Sonship, mm. and he's got this beautiful deep voice. And I listen to my lesson every day from him. Nice. And then my husband and I we read it um, as well. We okay. read some text. And then there's um, um, ACIM companions mm. uh, to it, uh, written by Alan Perry and uh, Robert Perry and Alan Watson, I think is the name. Okay. <clears throat> And they're beautiful reflections and uh, direction on the daily lesson. So we spend at least an hour to an hour and a half, maybe two hours material. a day on ACAM. Yeah. Good for you. I got the audiobook on Audible, and it's a really nice, pleasant man's voice, too. I'm wondering if it's the same dude. Um, and it's <laughs> a really little bit nice of a Germanic accent. Yeah, slightly Germanic. Yep, there is. That's him. And then there's like relaxing music in the background. Yes. Yeah, it's, that's what it is. Oh, I want that book. Yeah, it's yes. so good. He's reading the text. He's reading the text oh. of, of the workbook. Right. So every day there's a different lesson. Okay. It's really nice. Yeah, that's like, him. Speaking of A Course in Miracles, I see a lot of beautiful pictures of Jesus around. Yeah. Tell me about yeah. your connection with Jesus. Uh, 
or what he yeah. represents to you? I had a lot of problems with religion as I was growing up. And I, it well. started as an infant. Like, mm -hmm. I came from a family of seven children, and there was always somebody who had to stay outside with me because I couldn't be brought into the church for the screaming. For the screaming? I would just scream. Oh, you would scream. I would scream and scream and scream. As soon as I was outside <laughs> of the church, I'd stop. Wow. And so... You're just like, I don't want to be in here. Yeah, I didn't want to do it. Wow. <laughs> just a little thing. And um, I did the confirmation thing at 12. Mm -hmm. and that was really awkward. And then... Was it Catholicism? <clears throat> no, Protestant, Protestant. Anglican. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. But there's there's um, been Catholic infused into the family through marriage and stuff like that. But mm. um, um, so when I got sober and I you go to that step where you ask, you know, you have find a God of your own understanding. Mm -hmm. That was a huge project. And, um, um, my former husband actually gave me a gift certificate for Banyan books, a metaphysical oh. bookstore in Vancouver, yeah. very famous. And like 20 plus years ago, I don't know how he even knew that place existed. I sure didn't. Mm -hmm. And, um, I went there and I got, uh, it was for my 40th birthday. <clears throat> and I got a, um, a a whole stack of books for, for 200 bucks. You could get a lot wow. back then. And one of them was a, a Course in Miracles. And on my way home from Banyan Books, which was across town, I lived in North Van. Oh, yes. I was a North Van housewife. Uh -huh. And um, I stopped at this labyrinth in the west end of Vancouver at St. Paul's. Mm -hmm. There's a, a labyrinth painted on the floor. Oh, cool. And I asked the labyrinth when I was at the, because it's like, ask your question. And I was yeah. born right near the spring equinox. And so I was stood there for a long time all by myself. Don't know how I find myself in this labyrinth with this bunch of books in the back of my car yeah. heading home. And, and I'm just waiting for my question. And my question turned out to be, who are you, Jesus? And what am I supposed to do with you? Like, because wow. I was deep into my steps now for Alcoholics Anonymous. Right. I was getting to the God of my understanding and I could not define that. And mm -hmm. I realized how much trouble I had with religion. Mm -hmm. And yet I had this, this thing around Jesus that I could not understand. Mm -hmm. Like the Immaculate Conception mm -hmm. to me was just so much bullshit. Mm -hmm. I was just like, but now I can, I could actually believe that there was an enlightened being named Jesus and an enlightened woman, Mary Magdalene, who mm -hmm. it, through pure Tantra, which is absolute total love in union of the flesh, met. And in the cosmic realm, they met as well mm -hmm. because of the level of their consciousness. And they called in the being, you know, right. of, of, <clears throat> of, of what, you know, we are. That's so and cool. And that there is, that that could very well have been how he was conceived. Yes. And that there is a child of Jesus on the planet here and that we still have that lineage here and that that was how um, Joseph and Mary, their immaculate conception wasn't one necessarily of no flesh, but the immaculate conception was the conception of this consciousness in realms of which they would have had access to being very high level beings in the Gnostic fields of consciousness. Mm, right. 
And so this is my Jesus. This is a my, That's beautiful. This is my Jesus. So Jesus is my own boy. Your own boy. He's my own boy. I love it. I love it. Sometimes I want Jesus to come back and like, you know, when people are fighting over religion, just be like, that's not what I meant. Right. I just meant love. Yeah. You know, know, recently I had an experience where, um, now let me see if I can put this into words. (sighs) Because it's really hard sometimes. We have so many experiences in this house. We're just always poking at ourselves Mm -hmm. and going deeper and deeper. And, um, the one that I had was, it was something around A Course in Miracles, the lesson of the day and what we were going through. And it was understanding that <clears throat> Jesus, when it says that, that like it, it's, um, okay, I'm, oh, it's coming back now. Okay. So in this, process of what happened to Jesus as he went through this whole life Mm -hmm. and challenge after challenge he met challenge after challenge rising up out of the quagmire of of the human experience and up leveling constantly his response to what was happening to him here Mm -hmm. until he got to that point where whether it was on the cross or during, I mean, he wasn't the only one on the cross, man. Mm -hmm. It was like telephone poles here we have now. And they were just lining the roads with people on crosses saying, don't go here. You know, if you step out of line, this will happen to you. So it wasn't a unique thing. He was up there with like many people, many people. people. And it was a field. And when he got up there and, and went into it, what, I really got that one day was that he went to a place where he transcended all of the blame and and really came into the a vast forgiveness that brought him to a place where what we have only got a name for of God, let's say, or Allah. Or, or however, I like to call it God, just for simplicity's sake. Mm-hmm. So he goes to this place where he is for a moment in the full presence of God. Mm. And he went there through transcending all of his humanity and came to this place where pure love filled him. And he actually was so conscious of what happened to him here on this planet because of the consciousness of Joseph and Mary when they met in that realm and Mm -hmm. called in a soul capable of this. Oh, wow. And he went into this place where he met and understood God completely Mm -hmm. and thought of all of us back here and came back with that here Hmm. and said, this is... This is true. This is pure love. It exists. Right. So he was able to hold, he brought in a certain consciousness that had not been on the planet before. Yeah. So that we can all experience it. And that is why Jesus is my savior. And I just, just like fell apart Mm. going, oh my God, I never, ever, ever, ever dreamt the day would come when I would acknowledge Jesus as my savior. 
Hmm. Are you kidding me? Wow. But I had to understand what he actually did first. Right. To, to know that for him to go there, for that consciousness, because they say in A Course in Miracles, the only thing Jesus did differently than any of us is that he fully, there's nothing between him and God hmm. at all. Hmm. He's let all of it go, whereas we do not have that clarity yet. And he brought that clarity back to say, it's possible. Hmm. And you know, I'll tell you, one of my very first um, visions that I had, I had some pretty radical things happen in my transcendental meditation days. I had some past life experiences and I was uh, in one of them. I was, I loved to sing and dance. And in one of your past lives. In one of my past lives. And I could see that. <clears throat> oh man, I've loved to sing and dance my whole, <laughs> every existence I can tell. And so in this one, all of a sudden I'm in my meditation and I'm walking down a street. I can feel my, I can hear my feet hitting a wooden f sidewalk. Like it's not concrete. This is like kink, 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 kink. And I look down in within my meditation, still eyes closed, but I'm, I'm looking down and here's my ample breasts, same as I've got in this lifetime, <laughs> pushed up into this dress and I head up and I push open this door and I am in a bar of 150 years ago and I know that I work there, I sing there, I dance there, I sling beer there and I'm a happy camper because I love to sing and dance. Uh -huh. And this is where I do it. And one of the other, so just to give you like an example, yeah. one of the other experiences that I had was I was in this cloud, just giant cloud. And all of a sudden there's Jesus in front of me. And I reach out my hand to him and he takes my hand, and as soon as I touch his hand, I know everything. Hmm. I just know everything. I know what I was not going to understand fully until like a month ago about Jesus and what he's done, hmm. the Course in Miracles Jesus. And, and that feeling that I had then was that, oh my God, it's all true. And at that moment, I turned, I was holding his hand still, and I turned back to look behind me and to reach my hand out. And as I was looking back, I was saying, it's okay. It's true. It's safe. You can come. You can do this. And there was a single file of people through these clouds as far as I could see. They're just like going on forever. Wow. And I was like, this is, this is what we're doing here. We're connecting. Right. We're connecting this consciousness yeah. to those who are waiting to hear that we are actually pure love. Mm -hmm. We're here to be happy. Yeah. We're here to serve each other. We're here to transcend the human experience, as did the masters mm. of our times, mm. of which I, I follow the path of the Christ master, Jesus. Mm -hmm. through A Course in Miracles. Yeah, it's such a powerful text. Yeah. Are you familiar with the work of David R. Hawkins? 
Mm -hmm. Power versus force. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He says that the vibrational frequency of the Course in Miracles is very high, mm -hmm. and the Course in Miracles workbook is even higher. Wow. Yeah. He actually had a whole process go uh, happen with him. Um, he was doing uh, his surveys, trying to get his uh, information for power versus force, yes. and he had a whole group of people come in mm -hmm. that he, I guess, he put out ads, cool. and he had this whole group of people come in whose consciousness was like higher and he was like okay so what do you people do yeah that you are all in this field of like your consciousness is measuring higher and your response is of a higher vibration they were all course in miracles students wow yeah that's where he got dipped into the, oh, the cool. acim group yeah he really um promotes that promoted that and also um he really talked a lot about the alcoholics anonymous being a really great place he's like if you want to um you know, raise your consciousness, become an alcoholic, then go to AA, <laughs> and then you'll be set. Right. <laughs> because it's, um, yeah. the, the vibration of the group is very non-judgmental and for the mm -hmm. most part, and very healing. You know, I was the, um, the chair on the North Shore Roundup, which is a gathering of 2,000 alcoholics. Wow. An annual gathering in Vancouver every year. And I was on the committee and uh, I was the, I, my last year I was the chair of that committee. But for many years on that committee, I was the decoration chair. Oh. And um, the first year I got into that, so we're talking 21 years now huh. ago, and I didn't know what a chakra was back then. And uh, now you do. I do too, I honey. I your CD. Oh my gosh. I love you. <laughs> Anahata. Um, <laughs> I'm like, ooh, namaste. <laughs> right? And so I didn't know what a chakra was. And I, I, but I love to decorate. I love colors, right? Mm. So I chose all the beautiful, uh, um, I went and got uh, balloons that had that like shiny, that effervescence shine to them. Mm -hmm. And I did burgundy and green and sapphire blue. And then I did beautiful. this opalescent silver. And um, I had them all over. Like it was like people were blown away. <laughs> And then I was talking on the, to the committee, yeah. which is like, you know, they're just a bunch of alcoholics. Not many of them into chakras back then, either, <laughs> let me tell you. And <laughs> you should be amongst 2,000 uh, sober alcoholics dancing yeah. on a Friday oh, wow. and Saturday night. That's an experience. <laughs> be a trip. <laughs> <laughs> Dance like a drunk that doesn't drink that anymore. Doesn't drink. Fabulous. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> anyway, I said to this group, I said, you know, I was looking up the meaning of these colors. And I was, and this is when I first learned about chakras I said they have meanings and they mm. have relationships to places in the body and I said you like the blue is like it's like mm. the throat chakra it's talk all about speaking and the green is about the heart mm. and the red is about the grounding Rich. and the root and being here and, and being safe and they're laughing at me and I said so this is the committee of assholes because we talk about <laughs> the committee of assholes being the group of people in your head who tell you what to do what you shouldn't listen right. to and I was just kind of joking with them. But then yeah. I formed this sentence from the colors yeah. for this. And I, it was like a gathering of men and women brought together through the power of love hmm. to heal through the spoken word. Cool. And it's just like that is what Alcoholics Anonymous is. Mm -hmm. Those meetings the deepest level. are like we get together and we hear each other's story. Mm. And if I have anything... Um, to say about that because I don't go to Alcoholics Anonymous meetings anymore. I haven't for about 10 years, maybe 12, but I am still alcohol free. Mm. And they say if you leave, you to, 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 to go is to die, to drink, to die. Yeah. 
Mm. And it's just like, it, it's not been my experience. Um, and I, I think, I, th I think, that, I feel that, that, that the founders of Alcoholics Anonymous, they died at a certain point in the mm -hmm. evolution of it. And there are certain things that have that stayed the same, yeah, that could have evolved with the founders right. as well. And, um, well. and also you've found other ways to yeah. get tuned in, tapped in, turned on. Yes. And, and, and there's just explorations that, you know, that they just don't, you know, endorse. And, and, and then recently I heard that over the last five years or so, maybe, they rewrote the book which just blew my mind. And they took out the story of the guy who kept slipping. I don't know if you ever heard his story, but <clears throat> in the stories at the end of the book, mm. there's um, the story of the one fellow who um, he, the, so the first 100 people who got sober mm -hmm. and stayed sober for any length of time were the people who contributed to the text of Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh, okay. They collectively wrote the book. Wow. And there was this one guy who was hanging out with this group of people who couldn't stay sober. And mm. they said to him, you can't contribute anything. You can't stay sober. Mm. And then by the time they were going to, you know, getting deeper into putting it together, he was beginning to stay sober. I see. And um, they said, well, you're still not sober enough to, <laughs> to contribute. <laughs> to contribute. Huh. And he said, okay, but I want to contribute one thing then. Mm -hmm. And that is the phrase, God, as you understand him. Because Beautiful. he said, if I wasn't allowed to have my own God, of my own understanding, I never would have finally got it. Because if I'd had to be in adherence to my family's God or your God or anybody else's God, it wouldn't work. Right. But I was able to finally hang on to this God that I found in right. myself. Your own personal understanding of God. And, and that was his story. And that story was removed. So that's not actually found oh, wow. unless you find an old um, so now just big book. God? It, it, no, no, the tw I don't think they changed the steps, but they took his story out of oh, the back of the book. I see. And it's a very valuable story because oh. that's important that we all can have a God of our own understanding. Without yeah. that, you know, because I had so much trouble with religion by the time I got there. If I couldn't have had my own God, hmm. if it couldn't have been the Jesus of my own construction, if I, w if I couldn't have gone on a 20-year journey to find a place where I could see Jesus as my savior yeah. because he actually touched the mind of God, if that's possible, and, mm. and said, I can bring this consciousness to you. Mm. I can help you. I can be a bridge for this for you. And brought that degree of forgiveness to this planet. Yeah. That's beautiful. It's all woven together, Will. Yeah. You can see that, right? Like yeah. all of it, like everything you've put, everything you've asked that you've brought into this conversation we're having mm. is all, all together. Like the power versus force, Alcoholics Anonymous, 12 mm. Steps, mm. A Course in Miracles, meditation, transcendental mm. meditation, Even energy Reishi. healing. The, we're having reishi coffee right now and reishi chocolate. And the idea is that opens the heart, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. 
Yeah, so as does the cacao, the, mm. the, the chemicals. So everything here mm. is here for our ultimate awakening. Mm -hmm. And you know, it was interesting the other day, um, I, 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 we were just briefly, before we turned on the mic, we were talking about how batshit crazy things are on the planet, right? <laughs> and uh, just getting to a place of coming through uh, another big piece for myself. Oh, damn. There goes my ADHD head, if that's a real thing. I think maybe it's just the vast creative, creative power just keeps coming yeah, at you. Yeah, keeps flowing to And, and you just get bam, bam, yeah, bam, 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 totally. bam. But we were talking about how things are going the on the planet and how intense it is. Ah, it's come back. Isn't that a beautiful thing? And, um, <laughs> and, I was sitting there the other day with my husband and um, Jerry Devoyne. And Jerry Devoyne is... Um, is he a sound healer? He's a Singer? sound healer, yeah. Um, he's been a yogi for 40 years. He's we were done... listening to him chant as we did the cacao journey, eh? Yeah. He's got a beautiful yeah. voice and a, what a range. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's doing kirtan at the house uh, tomorrow night in celebration for oh um, the, equin um, the solstice. And we were, I was sitting with Jerry and Paul, and we were discussing how, how crazy it's been for everybody. And, um, and I was saying, you know, this last piece has been so intense, so intense, that all resistance to, to surrender has been, has been um, uh, dissolved. And I just came to that place where all my feisty fighter just stopped. And I kind of got set back in myself. And I was like, you know, what's forming for me is um, I'm feeling like I'm some sort of superhero. And my superpower is stillness. It's beautiful. And it's just like calmness. Mm. Capable. Just like capable of mm. handling what comes. And when you look at what Jesus must have had to go through and all the masters, because all of the masters who, the stories we hear of who walked this planet, all had this journey that they had to go through to get to that place where they came to that vast place of surrender and the vast forgiveness of themselves mm. and others mm. and how we behave with each other. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's beautiful. I totally resonate with that. Yeah. And the stillness, don't the you stillness hear? Stillness peace. Wow. Have you ever looked into the gene keys? That sounds familiar, but I haven't. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful. It also uses time and place and birth of birth nice. on the planet to, to put it together. And you can go get your profile for free on, on a genekeys.com. Cool. And, um, we've dove into it deeply, our little family. Um, my daughter has become a bit of an expert on gene keys. And then from there dove into human design. Have you ever heard of mm -hmm. that? Well, these two pieces are amazing. We're going to put to, gene together keys, human design, uh -huh, put it together, a profile for you. And the awesome. gene keys, it's like, um, 
it, it, there's a core, it's like a holographic mobile of what your life purpose is and your life, um, uh, your, all the, the things that, you know, what were resonating at the time of your birth and what, mm. what's your emotional quotient and what's your spiritual IQ and all of these things. And mm. one of the pieces, all of my, all of my major pieces are all state things. Like everything is a state goal, but it's, for me, it's like universal love. That's interesting. Bliss, radiance, I just did my tantric stillness. numerology and they said my gift is is to be the neutral mind for So's people. mine. High five. Wow. <laughs> my to... my name is Siriadi. Oh. The 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 so... primal sound before creation. Nice. And it's yes, that 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 primal still to be the still loving presence. Yeah. Uh, for people and to help be the forklift. It's and and you, so you see all of these different things. They all Here kind we of come together. Transcendental meditation, twelve steps, Kundalini yoga, all of it. And then now you're getting all of the astrologicals, mm. you know, the the Vedic astrology, Western astrology, mm. um, gene keys, human design. Mm. They're they're all using quantum biofeedback. They're all using resonance and mm. all of the other stuff that we have, the pulsed electromagnetic field map, mm -hmm. the Tesla quantum, coils. Yeah, the, the quantum sound therapy and the Tesla coils, the plasma device we have, mm. all of it is working with Hertz. So it's all frequency again. For the listeners, where can they go? You have a website that describes all these different modalities? Well, yeah, you know, creative people like us are always challenged with logistical things like websites. But yeah, <laughs> we're working on something and it's called cool. quantumlife.ca. Nice. And, um, <laughs> yeah it's becoming more coherent just awesome. like me yeah. you're very coherent i i'm vibing on everything you're sharing right yeah yeah quantum life and we're we're but just call me just let you know just let it rip and uh, i love listening to what people are going through and everybody's got something different that they need from this planet, mm -hmm. their paths. It's like, um, uh, I can't remember where I, I, I got it, but for me, it's like, it's like we're all, we all come in here on a zip line, right? Mm. And we, we're out in the universe somewhere and there's as many zip lines as there are points of contact on the planet, mm. places of birth through time. Mm. And, and we just zip line in here. And we land in a certain place and we start forming that life with that group of people. Mm -hmm. And it, this is our family and our family, you know, belongs to a tribe and the tribe, you know, has a, mm -hmm. a, a, a clan or maybe the other way around a family and a clan and a tribe. And then there's our collective, right? Mm -hmm. And, and the collective is constantly changing and, you know, we went to the uh, Oneness University in India. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And we became Oneness trainers so we can initiate nice. people as Oneness blessing givers over here. Man, oh, that beautiful. thing's got jube jube, let me tell you. Nice. And it goes, like, you can take A Course in Miracles, the 12 Steps, Kundalini Yoga, Oneness teachings, mm -hmm. and you can just yeah. lay them yeah. on top of each other and they're, they just, chum, 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 chum. Wow. they just all fit together. Cool. There's very little bit, you know, the core is the same. the same. And so it's many paths to the same destination, to the same which ocean, is yeah. that central core right. of like, you know, that place inside, that stillness inside. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
That's beautiful. <sighs> I feel so still talking to you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you're transmitting a wisdom to me to help me on my journey and what my um, life purpose is. Mm. So thank you. And we zip line in here. Yeah, that's we a really come cool in idea. here. <laughs> we just like zip, you know? Yeah. And as we come through the thought sphere of this planet, because there's a massive atmosphere beyond the oxygen sphere that holds everything. When you think about it, you know, this is a closed environment. Nothing has got out of here or mm. come in here ever. Mm. Once that once that oxygen bubble formed around us mm-hmm. to to so that we could live here as human beings. Yeah. Nothing's come in or out in some ways. Huh. In like what? You know, all the, like that all the oxygen we're ever going to get has been, is here. The only way we Mm. can make more is to make more plants is to clean up what's here. Like this is a Mm. closed environment. Mm -hmm. And what you come to understand through like, especially the oneness university, man, those people are amazing. They pull your head apart. And you know what's really interesting too, Will, is is they will they will talk to you, right? Yeah. They got the head waggle, uh-huh. and they and you and, and they've got like the room is full of people from every country in the world, yeah. right? So the main country that uh, gets translated is China. The huh. number of Chinese people in the room is astonishing. It's so amazing to feel and hear and uh-huh. see. So the first translation, audible, is into Chinese. Wow. So they say it in their their. Indian English, then it gets translated audibly into Chinese, and then you hear this, which is all of the other languages where all the people in, with headsets in the room are listening, and wow. you can hear, the, like, the, there's so many of them, you can hear it escaping the little headsets, and you yes. can hear the translators whispering into their microphones on their headsets, and it's just like this little, wow. it's so freaking epic. And they're translating everything. And those people, they pull your whole psyche apart. Mm. And, they, and they take you in one little step at a time. They say, this happens, right? And, you, and then you respond like this, don't you? And you, your, your head is bobbing. And then, and then you feel like this, right? And then you might say this, right? And then you do this, right? And then that happens, uh-huh, uh-huh. And you're going, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And what's your point? And what's your point? And then they say, and then you feel tired don't you and you're going son of a bitch i do i'm exhausted like all of this shit's added up and i'm a wreck i'm a freaking wreck and they say yes it takes your energy and you start to get it you start to get how your life force energy is siphoned off here how you give it away a little bit at a time, how you become enrolled in this crazy game here, and all you do is deplete yourself. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And it, you know, we Why do just, we do that? Oh, well, it, it's because we're out of integrity in so many ways. We've been mm. trained to be that way. Have you ever seen the movie The Matrix? Yes. With Keanu Reeves, where everybody is actual body is in a pod mm-hmm. that is being the, the, the actual energy, like they're, they're like little batteries. You can see it arcing off, right. the, off the pod person. Yeah. And then, boom, if you go into the pod person, you're popped into this reality where they're, they're living in this 3D matrix imagery. 
Right. And it's it's not real. There, what there really are is this thing in a pod. Right. That the energy is being siphoned, siphoned off, of. off of. So where I was coming to with all of this was that, like, when we zip line in here, we're going through at not just the the membrane of the atmosphere that mm. contains this place that it holds in the oxygen and the water and everything that we live on here without it we die mm-hmm. right well the only thing that gets through that is sunshine mm. and the electromagnetic field mm. that that creates the all life without the sun we die boom gone right? right but as we go through that atmosphere we go through the thought sphere right of all the thoughts of all the thoughts of everybody right right and that's what's, that's what's containing this as well. And huh. as we go through that thoughts field, we lose our memory of the vast love that we are. And we become this finite little being in a body. It's like, it must be horrifying. Because we go from being infinite to mm. being contained mm-hmm. in this little body. Mm. Mm-hmm. Bananas, right? It's just absolute craziness. It reminds me of a song. Do you know Kirsten Nash by any chance? She's no. a singer. She's she's around your age. She lives in West Van, and she wrote this song. Um, Must you give me a name? Must you tag me? I can't say that I'll be happy or fenced in. Just made me think That's of that it line. Exactly. When you say give me a name, I could talk about that one too. The other the other piece that that what happens too is that it's like what what we the other piece that on the planet that is magnificent is ho'oponopono the ancient huna healing forgiveness yes so when you look at look at the thought sphere we come in we forget who we are we start acting out of this place where you give me a name at birth we're given a name Mm. and we have to live into that name and into that identity into that number it's almost like we have to contort ourselves. Yes, yes. We have to become this. Mm-hmm. And that's what they say at One Miss University. You're always trying to become instead of just being. Mm. And you're hurting yourself. You're using your mm. energy in ways that are just like, it's so useless. Mm. Stop it. And so in Ho'oponopono, what we realize is that we have been policing I'm each sorry, other. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank, Thank you. you. I, I love, love you. you. Yes, and we have been policing each other. So Mm. on this planet here, the greatest policemen on this planet, the police people, are the Caucasians. Mm. Because we were colonized first. We were colonized. Colonized, yes. The Caucasians were colonized first? The Caucasians were colonized first. So all the the, the governing forces of the planet, the people who have organized us and told us this is... so, So when they say, the people who run the joint... For our own good, of course, they've taken over because we can't manage ourselves. Who are they? I don't know, but I've heard a lot of stories about who they are and who they might be Mm -hmm. and that the governments of the world don't actually work for us. They work for them and Mm. all of that kind of thing. So when you look at the world and all the billions of people, somebody's got to run this joint, right? We can't be self-governing. It would Mm. be madness Mm. on some level. Mm-hmm. And but we could be if we were in our authentic self. Right. But outside of that, but then we've been trained to not be in our authentic self, to give away our life force energy, to play this game and to police each other in this game of compliance and contraction and to be named and to be made to be something and right. to follow these rules and to do this for our yeah. own good, yeah. for everybody's own good, right? Right. 
And so what Ho'oponopono says is that we can only take that kind of pressure for so long. And the thought sphere gets loaded up with our thoughts because we, we're not happy. Mm. We're freaking miserable. Mm. And so because we're not happy, we have thoughts. And the thought goes mm. somewhere. It goes into our body and becomes dis-ease mm. within the body. It becomes an energy piece that sits somewhere and becomes a something mm. eventually. Mm. Right? And we can gradually release that. And that's what energy healing is, is where you, you go in and you offer, remember you are love. Mm -hmm. Forget that thought that put this thing here. Right. Be remember the, you are mm, loved. Love so goes great. in and dissolves this. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And so in Ho'oponopono, what we say is there is a thought sphere. And so when my unloving thoughts, my thoughts of greed, my thoughts of lust, my thoughts of all these inappropriate things uh, that are natural in, mm -hmm. in an appropriate manner, mm -hmm. to, to want is a good thing. To mm -hmm. love, to have sexual union is a good thing. Mm -hmm. When we mismanage all of our feelings and go out of whack and we go into pornography and human trafficking mm -hmm. and all of these things, mm -hmm. that's love gone wrong, my darling. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. But it started as an innocent thing. Right. It started as something that was good. It started as something that was right, yeah. but it was, it was used and mismanaged. Right. And so all of these thoughts of how we got here and the shame and the blame and the guilt and all of it are mm. out there. Mm -hmm. And eventually they will come to a, ma a, 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 a burst, mm. right? And so my favorite analogy for mm -hmm. Ho'oponopono is the rubber dam. You know, at the dentists, you know, when they're working on one tooth and they're mm -hmm. trying to protect the rest of your mouth from all the gunk that's being flown about. Yeah. And they put that metal thing in that has the piece of rubber and they poke you yes. one tooth through. Yep. So when somebody does something on this planet, they have poked through the rubber dam. You can't see any of the other teeth. They're not getting covered in all the shit that's flying. That one tooth is poked itself through. It's getting ground. It's getting drilled. It's getting restructured. It's being, it's being focused on, mm -hmm. right? And that's what happens when all of the feelings, negative feelings of rage, lust, greed, all of it come to a point and then it finds one person in this thing that has got more of a setup towards the expression of this hmm. than the suppression of this. And then it finds its way to that person to express itself. And boom, you have your rapist, your murderist, your madman, your thief. And hmm. that's the person who it's like gets the canary healed. the coal mine, coal, coal mine analogy. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, like in First Nation societies, if somebody committed a crime they weren't seen as the criminal. They were seen as like the canary that was indicating that there was something going on in the larger yes. society that needed to be addressed. Yes, yes. And that's mm. exactly, that's where Ho'oponopono came from. Dr. Hugh Lin went into a, uh, a maximum security prison and it was madness in there. Absolute crazy. It was this criminally insane. They couldn't keep staff. They couldn't keep, everybody was in a straitjacket. Did he talk to anybody? No. He sat in a room by himself looking at the pictures of these people and saying to them, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Meaning, I'm sorry. I didn't take care of my own shit and you're wearing it now. Wow. Please forgive me for what you, what has come through you. Because I and many, many others 
have pushed down what they needed to deal with and it's found its way out through you. Thank you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you for taking that on because something brought you to that place and I love you. I do not shun you. Sorry. Yeah. It's taking so much responsibility. And that's yeah, what we're doing in energy healing mm -hmm. is taking responsibility for our own life force energy. Mm -hmm. I can never say to someone, I'm going to heal you because I can't. All I can say is I've done all the work I humanly possibly can on this planet to mm -hmm. clear myself, to hold as much love as I can. And I can't do that 24-7. But when you ask me to, I'll sit and I'll focus and I'll bring all that in. Mm -hmm. And I will offer it here in this room and every cell in your body has got the opportunity to resonate with every cell in my body holding as much love as I can mm. to remind yourself mm. of who you really are. Wow. That, the way you said remind, yeah. that really struck true, strong, uh, resonated with me. Um, like the idea of mantras, we're reminding, we're yeah. purifying the mind. Yes. You're, you're holding the love to help purify the other person. Yeah. Like to, to help them access their true frequency rather than the pinched off version they've been embodying. Mm -hmm. Which is what A Course in Miracles in. It says this is a mind training program. Mm. And that's why it's written in iambic pentameter. Eventually, oh. when you get to a certain point in the, the text, and I mean, we're talking about a book that is enormously thick. No human being who's, could, could do this. Shakespeare wrote plays in iambic pentameter. Mm -hmm. Little tiny booklets. This is massive wordings. And, yeah. and because iambic pentameter has a rhythm to mm. it. And, and it's da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And so that rhythm starts to go into your mind mm. on a subliminal, subconscious level. Mm. And so you are trained to hear it in a different way. So by the time mm. you're, you're like on your 20th time through the workbook, yeah. you're like, I'm starting to hear this in a different way on a cellular level. Mm. And it's a mind training program. And they say it's, it's not a compuls it's a compulsory course. Mm. Only the time in which you choose to take it is optional. Huh. Have you gone through the workbook more than once? Yes, many times. Cool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wow. And this last time, every last time is the most profound. Wow, you always <laughs> get something more. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. cool. The depth this time around in 2018 has just been blowing our minds. We couldn't wait. We How were going to start January 1st. It? About, well, I got my first Course in Miracles book in 1997, 21 years ago. Wow. Well, and um, so many times, several times. I'd say at least ten times. Mm. It's a difficult thing to do. <clears throat> Some of it's quite dense. Yeah, and to make a commitment to do your lessons every day. Yeah, is intense. And so this last time, we just we couldn't wait for January first. We started December first, so we're a month ahead of of the flow, mm. in some ways of the planet. That always there's a large group of people that starts on January first. Oh, okay. 
And uh, we had we had not done our lesson on a daily basis in 2017. We just were reading the book, and um, and decided to start um, fresh December 1st, 2018. And right now, so we're right now we're in the review, the sixth review, nice. um, lesson to the lesson 200 to 220, and the whole point of this thing is I am not a body mm. I am free mm -hmm. for I am still as God created me does it really say that yes wow because when you get to this place where you fully understand that this this being within this this massive love force this that's all you are is love contained within this body hmm. that you are not the body the body never makes itself sick mm -hmm. only the mind can mm -hmm. do that mm -hmm. the body is completely neutral it's when you get to the neutral mind that it doesn't matter what happens to the body and mm. you know that that mind is the, is the bridge to that uniqueness that you are, to the, to the vast love that is. Right. And you are not the body. Right. You are free because you are still that love. You are still, as God created you, mm -hmm. that singularity of love. Right. That's all. You've chosen to come and experience this place. You came in a zip line through the thought sphere. And as you went through that vast, it's like going through a meteor field so thick. Of all the thoughts. That of all the thoughts thought. that we are here in. All the thoughts of, of, of destruction that we are not, that, mm -hmm. we, that we enact here. Mm -hmm. This place is, is insanity. Mm -hmm. You know, A Course in Miracles talks about the screeching, screaming madness of this place, the underlying anxiety that never leaves the body, the body's nervous system. That's why we do Kundalini Yoga. I was just going to say. To prepare the, the body system. for love. Right. To clear it of mm. the debris. Mm. Yeah. So that you can hold the energy of love. We're toxic cesspools. That's what Ananda Giriji from the Oneness University, you're nothing but a cesspool. And I was just like, geez, say it like it is. Say man. it like it is. Wow. You know, wow. Uh, Sri Bhagavan, just, it's like, you are all cockroaches. <gasps> you're going to die like a cockroach. <sighs> Do you know how cockroaches die? How? Well, I had to look it up. <laughs> Apparently... <laughs> If a cockroach gets flipped over on its back, yeah. it can't get over the other way unless another cockroach comes Helps along it? and shoves it over. Really? Really. So if a cockroach gets stuck on its back long enough and it starts to die, it will actually kill itself by putting its legs into its soft body over underneath its shell and committing suicide, basically. Whoa. Be to put itself out of its misery. Mm-hmm. And, and he was trying to impress upon us, you don't realize the absolute madness of this place and the f 
freaking misery you're in. You're going to die like a cockroach. Mm. If you don't come into understanding forgiveness and oneness mm. and love mm -hmm. and let mm. go of the games. And it's such a process. Mm -hmm. You can't take a step before you're ready. But, to, so to but be, the game of being of ready is all there is here. Hmm. Like if you ever question if you're on the right path, my God will for sure. You know, running that energy through yourself like you are, singing for God like you do. Thank, thank you. you. Oh, my, I, thank you. <laughs> thank you for... Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. no higher calling. Everything else is a vehicle for mm. true sovereignty. Mm. The sovereign soul knows it is a child of God. And the, God, the king's kingdom is ours. It's like heaven on earth here. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Mm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I think that's like a perfect place to... To wrap yeah. up, thank you so thank much. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Wahe Guru. Wahe Guru. Wahe Guru. Wahe Guru. Wahe Guru. Can you leave us with um, an impression? <laughs> you do some good impressions. <laughs> oh, from my old radio days. Yeah. I used to do Doctor Root all the time, you know. Oh, Doctor. Well, back then, you know, it was a big deal. Uh -huh. and, <laughs> and another one was Sally Struthers. Remember Sally Struthers? She used to do all that stuff, and she used to talk for the... And then, <laughs> and then Jane Fonda. Now, oh. Jane is the greatest challenge. To do Jane, you actually have to... Become a statue? Sit like Jane. <laughs> I can't do Jane. Do you know what? I could only, like... Your face looks like her now. <laughs> I can look like Jane. I can kind of channel Jane. But you know what? I love Jane Fonda. Yeah, she's great. Like, she is one magnificent bitch. She is. Like, <laughs> thank you, Jane. Love you, Jane. For being on the planet. Yeah. Barbarella yeah. to the max. Like, <laughs> wow. Talk about a gal who used mm. her own life force energy. Yeah. To the best of her abilities. Amen. Yeah. Thanks, lady. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Thank you. So where can people find you online? You said quantumlife.ca? Quantumlife.ca. Yeah. Great. And yeah. you're building other things on Yeah, the we're working on it all the time. Fantastic. Yeah, thanks. Well, My pleasure. Thank you so thank much you. for being on the show. Thank you. Yeah. Satnam. Satnam. I hope you enjoyed Kathy Scott as much as I did. We'll leave you today with my version of Wild Horses by the Rolling Stones off my album that came out last week, Wild Horses. Childhood living